Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about customer and market research, how you can get a lot of traffic, sales. And I'm excited to discuss this topic with Fernando Angula. How are you? Hi, Natoli. Really happy to be here. Oh, for me, it's a big pleasure to get someone from SEMrush, especially you, because I check out your profile. You have extended experience. You can share a lot of valuable insights. So I'm excited to learn more about that. Before we start, just tell more about ex- your experience, background, and why you decided to share us about competitors and market research sure definitely i've been in the digital marketing world for the last it's going to be more than 10 10 years now it's going to be like 15 years and basically uh what i have learned from from our growth here in semrush well let me tell you a a small story because that's that's the beginning i was working for semrush for the last 10 years so when i started working in for semrush we were like basically a startup. We were 30 mm-hmm. people and we were growing, we were testing, experimenting, trying to enter to new markets. And that's when uh, market research uh, becomes so useful to us as well because we were a competitor, competitor research um, tool. Right now we developed so many, so many tools. Uh, right now we are about uh, one and a half thousand people. We have several offices everywhere in the, in the world. And of course, we are a public company uh, right now. And of course, mm-hmm. everything that we are um, learning, we are trying to explain to the audience uh, to make sure that, okay, this was useful to us at, uh, at, at, at some point in the past. Right now, maybe this can be useful for you. Market, uh, right now, my role is um, the senior market research manager. Uh, so mm-hmm. basically what I do, I'm collecting, uh, helping the teams collect data from different um, geographic locations, demographics, uh, interest and habits and user behavior data uh, from different industries. And we collect all the data and we prepare the data to be used by our users in a tool that we call Trends, SEMrush Trends. So you Mm -hmm. can use traffic data from there and you can use uh, user data from there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it, love it. You know, uh, I all I often uh, speak about data with marketers because today we are living in the world where you need to have the right data uh, to cover your uh, uh, relevant audience. Can you tell more? Uh, for example, SEMrush has uh, own data, a lot of data uh, uh, from uh, Google and uh, I don't know about YouTube and other places, but I know exactly about Google. Uh, how to collect uh, data? outside of any tool because uh, I'm not sure it's a good idea to use own, to rely only on tools. Uh, what do you think to find data uh, that are related with your audience? And I'm interested how to create a, a buying persona when you have so broad audience. For example, I, I'm pretty sure that SEMrush has male, female, different ages, uh, different specialists, uh, advanced levels, interest. But uh, how to use this data and cover your buying persona? Fantastic question. Well, actually, there were uh, like a lot of questions there. How we collect the data? How useful is that data? How to build that by your persona? Well, let's start from the, from the very beginning. How to collect that data? Well, you need, uh, for sure, different data providers. You cannot ju- just rely on one. The more data you have, the more sources you have, 
uh, the better understanding of what's happening around you, uh, you will you will have. So at this point, having only uh, data from one source is not what we do. We have uh, several data partners. We are using, of course, uh, clickstream data as well. Uh, we have around 200 million panelists. So this is raw data and the data that we um, that we collect from these uh, 200 million panelists are all over the world. And this is basically their digital footprint. So we can understand mm -hmm. uh, what they're doing online. Of course, this is anonymized uh, data, so we don't know their emails, their names, their bank accounts. Uh, we, uh, we only know uh, their behavior, their search requests, uh, the time that they spent on uh, any online resource. And we can match as well the uh, age reference or the sex reference. In this case, we are just uh, trying to answer questions like why they are doing that, but we are not giving the uh, um, our own opinion about this is why they are doing that. We are not forcing our users to go uh, um, behind our our backs. But okay, this is open data. You can just do uh, whatever you want to do with this data. Well, that depends on the ob objectives of your, of your, of your company. This is in regards, uh, that's in regards of uh, data collection. In regards to how to use uh, that data, well, basically, if you are about to launch a new business, if you, are, if you want to enter a new market, or if you are developing a new product or service, you need to do, you need to work with market research. Why is that? It's very simple. You need to be aware about what are the potential risks of the market, how well the, com the competition is working there, and of course, how many users you have, how many potential uh, customers you can acquire from, from that market. So having all that knowledge using tools, like for example, SEMrush, there, there are many, many tools. But in this case, since I'm representing uh, SEMrush, in, and of course, the tools that, that we are developing uh, are the tools that we are using uh, for, our, for ourselves. That's something that I really love about uh, Steve Jobs. Uh, when mm -hmm. he, he was saying that they are very, very glad, they are very um, humble when they can uh, launch a new product, and that product is going to be used by their own people, their even their their family, and they're going to be really, really happy about that. That's the thing uh, that we feel as, as well in Sembrush. We launch a service, we launch a product, and we are the key users as well of that of, of that product. That was mm -hmm. the second question. The third question in regard of the uh, um, of the buyer persona. So assisting uh, all this data with uh, our own algorithms, we um, we could um, organize and filter the data by user behavior. So right now, uh, with the it's going to be around twenty billion keywords uh, that we have uh, of data from all over the world, more than one hundred one hundred and forty countries. We identified the uh, the search intent of the of the of those keywords, and we have the potential number of, of for example, if you enter a web a, a website uh, like Amazon, we can identify the percentage of keywords by user intent. I mean, is informational, is navigational, is uh, transactional, or is commercial, and from mm -hmm. there you can start building. Uh, the funnel, well, it's informational. It needs to, to be to the top of the funnel. It's more navigational, so it needs to be engaged. It's going to be go to the middle of the funnel, and so on, so on, as the commercial part. So using the data, uh, selecting the the correct stage of the funnel, 
and of course following the objectives of, of any business that wants to use that data mm -hmm. love it love it and you know um uh, let, let me share my story you know it's interesting that uh, uh i think uh, 12 years ago when i started my first online project i didn't consider user intent at all I created only e-commerce content and Google ranked well, happens, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Google ranked well. Uh, I didn't know about uh, inf informational, uh, transactional, anything else. I just thought I need to sell my products. Yeah, transactional. Yeah, I, I covered only that. Uh, but during some time, Google uh, dropped my traffic and I started to learn more about SEO and uh, got it that today user's intent is a must have. Can you tell more about that? How to learn uh, your user intent before creating Content because uh, you know uh, I always get the questions about uh, the length of content, uh, the structure of content, uh, many different aspects. Uh, I know that Google doesn't consider uh, the number of words, but people still asking me uh, me about that. You know <laughs> how uh, long we need to write because when you check out SEMrush, uh, Moz, or Ahrefs, any other tools, we can see a long article. But it doesn't mean that you need to write long articles. Can you tell more about that? Oh yes, definitely. Um, uh, we're moving to, to content marketing, which is one of my favorite favorite parts of digital marketing. Uh, mm -hmm. Here, I have I have two um, different ways to proceed with this with the answer for for, for this question. Uh, how, what is the content that I need to create uh, in order to attract more people? Right. Uh, you have two paths. The first path is always to follow the user. The second path mm -hmm. is to follow uh google um google rules how google wants the content to be built right uh if we go to, with the first with the first path uh let's create content for the user so basically the content that uh, you as a business owner or as a product marketer or as a content marketing the content that you are consuming uh, for your own no matter what is the source for example i really like to to read uh news on on, on BuzzFeed. I have my feed there from several other resources as well. Um, that's something that I'm consuming. So basically, I'm consuming content from another sources, not only from, from the company that I've been working for, for Samrat, right? But mm -hmm. that format specifically uh, built uh, for me that I like, uh, maybe is something really good to use for other users. And we, here, we're, we're not thinking about SEO. We're not thinking about... Um, um serve features we're not thinking about a structured data we're just thinking about the uh, format of the content that's the first way to go with go and check the content that you are already consuming think as a user and create something similar or even better and don't think at all about google i know several companies uh, several content marketers that are following mm -hmm. that strategy they are not thinking at all about seo they're only thinking about the user, so they are user uh, user centric uh, content creators. The other the other part is of course thinking about uh, Google and to think about the structure of that content, which is a really smart way to go with content creation. Uh, why? Because here you are more uh, prob probably getting um, better results with Google following their own rules, of course, and you can gain. Uh, some more, um, something more than only uh, new users. New users mm -hmm. are always great, but here you need to think about long-term strategies, uh, online visibility, uh, traffic growth, and audience growth. To create that is 
really important and is basically the most important thing that you need to understand is the user, uh, the search intent. How to do this? Well, you need to take at least five or 10 uh, keywords, phrases that uh, users uh, usually uh, use to search your services, your products, analyze them in the SEO level, uh, I mean, by the highest volume, uh, low uh, keyword difficulty. So the classical uh, SEO stuff, right? Uh, but the second thing here uh, to apply, which is the secret, is to use the same uh, the same uh, for, the same format or the same strategy uh, using the four types of intent, uh, which are informational, navigational, transactional, and commercial, with keywords and with the search feature. Uh, yes, you're you're hearing me right. Here, you need to create content based not only on what your user wants, but um, having in mind what Google's Google is offering on their search and jump page results on the, on the SERP. Um, basically, what are they offering? They are offering us um, feature snippets, images, uh, videos, carousel of uh, products. They are of, uh, offering us people also ask results. They are offering us uh, local results. So there are a bunch of different SERP features. So matching the needs uh, of the user and Google results um, using keyword research and SERP research by user intent, uh, you can easily understand how to create that content. Let me give you uh, just a few hints. For example, if you want to create uh, navigational um, informational content, you will you are uh, going to create guides, tutorials or starting with content with the word, uh, with the question keywords, uh, what is or how to use. That's basically informational. Users are not gonna be buying from that, but they're gonna be attracted to that information. And if you want to have, uh, for example, the feature snippet with that, uh, with that kind of result, you need to uh, be more creative, of course, uh, with these uh, few steps. You need to use lists, you need to use uh, paragra paragra paragraphs with no more than 42 or 45 words because the feature snippet is really big, but the amount of words is very uh, limited. Uh, for a definition, it, it goes very well. If you are in any country, no matter where you are, you can ask uh, for Google for the definition of anything, you will receive a feature snippet. For, for example, if you have uh, your Google Home device, you can say, okay, mm-hmm, uh, define plant or define uh, sunscreen or define a good, right? Whatever the definition is, you will receive a feature snippet. And if it's a product, well, define mortgage or define stocks or define um, Ethereum, like cryptocurrency. Every definition will be uh, will be bringing a feature snippet. If we go a little bit further uh, with the commercial intent, you will be need to be including some words like, for example, better, the best, uh, the cheapest, or superior, or reviews. Even for that, reviews are really good for for the commercial intent. And to add more value from the search features, so we are um, combining keyword research with search search features and user intent. Uh, you need to be using, of course, um, Google uh, Shopping ads. 
with um, and in the title using those those keywords from the uh, commercial uh, user intent. And of course, if you are doing Google Ads, you need to be using uh, those uh, keywords on the on, on the title as well. So there are several uh, ways to create content that is going to be smart content uh, to acquire more users. This is something really good, but of course, uh, the product the product or service needs to be outstanding as well. Mm -hmm. By the way, uh, guys, you can find all these metrics in SEMrush tool. Just open it. You can find keyword difficulty, volume, cost per click, many other metrics, users intent, everything. You know, yeah, because uh, I think SEMrush uh, has more features than any other tools online. Yeah, it's, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, and you know, uh, I want to ask you about uh, keyword metrics. Uh, um, let me explain why I'm interested about that, because, um, for example, when uh, I cooperate with a new client, they usually check out volume and you know, they can see, wow, volume, how much traffic, many sales, wow, yeah, yeah, I can take it. But we have many different metrics like keyword competition, uh, I don't know, cost per click. Yeah, of course, cost per click doesn't concern SEO, but we consider it uh, because we need to understand the user's intent, uh, how we can sell with uh, this keyword. Can you tell how is important keyword difficulty? Because some marketers can tell, uh, I don't consider keyword difficulty. Others can tell, no, no, I love it. Uh, I need to understand how many backlinks I need to create or interlink this content or PR campaigns. Uh, and this metric, you know, is controversial. Someone uh, is believing on this metric, others not. Can you tell, uh, what do you think about this metric? Do we need to consider or not? Well, always, unless your <clears throat> answer is going to be, it depends. It depends yeah. on the stage of the uh, and size of your company. If you are Adidas, of course, don't look at, comp uh, at this uh, at this KPI. If you are Tesla, just forget about all, all this thing. You will receive millions, millions of link anyway. But if you are starting a company, of you are uh, entering to a new market, yes, of course, you need to be, to to follow uh, these KPIs to have a an Easter interest on them. Because if you are not gonna be uh, taking a look into, uh, for example, um, competition, which is not related to SEO, but more uh, to uh, PPC, uh, to uh, to advertising, how many uh, competitors are advertising that word. Um, with the keyword difficulty is uh, basically the opposite, is how many organic competitors are working with that type of, uh, of content with that specific keyword. But there is something more interesting here uh, that I would like to add. Uh, the number of competitors that are, that are ranking for that specific keyword is going to give you, of course, a number on the, um, um, for, for, for this KPI. Um, the number can go from 1% uh, or 100% um with the keyword difficulty uh kpi if it's 100 that means that it's impossible to compete for that keyword uh, for example go and try to compete for keywords like uh, used cars right mm -hmm. or for um uh, electrician in my in, in my city those keywords mm -hmm. are really really high uh, competitive and there are other companies that they were doing uh, they were ranking for that three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. But right now there is something even more um, more difficult in, in this field, which are the search features. Uh, 
Right now, uh, and I believe the last five years, uh, ranking for the number one position is not that important anymore. Well, it is, but it's not uh, at the same time because of the search features. If you are, for example, uh, if you want to open a bank account, of course, any bank entity will be interested uh, to be the first one, um, the first option for you. So that's why they're going to be using paid advertising for that. But there are other type of results, the search features that are going to be even bigger. Uh, I'm using right now a, a laptop, a, a notebook, a MacBook uh, thir 13 inch size. Mm -hmm. uh, when I see these results, they're half of my page. For example, uh, the feature snippet or the local pack or even the images, they are really big. So you need to be uh, looking that, <clears throat> thinking about what is the stage of your uh, of your business. You are already a big company, a small company, entering to new new market. But always you need to to remember about the search features. It's not only the competition; it's also about what uh, what is Google offering for that specific keyword, which is going to be uh, competitors as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love it. You know, I found on your uh, LinkedIn profile uh, your uh, key skills, you know, marketing strategy, market entry strategy. Can you tell how to create uh, a content strategy uh, for a new project? For example, uh, you know, uh, many webmasters usually open SEMrush, uh, find a list of keywords, and they create content with these keywords. But it's not a good idea when you have limited resources. For example, a, uh, a few copywriters, uh, uh, designers, web developers, it's hard to create high quality content at scale, uh, a lot of content. Can you tell how to choose priorities by using SEMrush, finding the right keywords, filtering out very competitive, uh, choosing uh, keywords that are related with your customers, you know, because uh, we can get traffic, but we can't sell it with this traffic. I'm, can you tell more about marketing strategy? So when you're entering a, a new market um, and this market is not uh, defined by the language because entering a new market with another language that's another story but you're entering a similar market let's let's start from the smallest you're trying to compete not in the uh, capital city but in the second biggest city of, of the country right uh, okay. when you're trying to do that you need to do uh, something that is really easy to test which is um keyword tracking uh, in several we have the the this tool that uh, that is called uh, keyword um, keyword tracking tool. Uh, we have mm -hmm. it for the last eight years and it's working really well. So you have 10 or 20 keywords that are the main keyword, the core keywords for your website. You need to see how people are reacting for those keywords and how Google is ranking those keywords um, in two different locations, right? Let's make it a little bit more difficult. In two different locations, and in two different devices, in mobile and desktop, you set up um, traffic um, traffic uh, tracking campaign for these 20 keywords in those different cities using the SEMrush uh, tracking tool, and you will see the results, how these keywords are ranking in this city. So how uh, what is the demand of those keywords in those, those cities? Uh, it usually happens that the demand is completely different between cities that are located in the north and the south. Uh, for example, in, in here in, in the Czech Republic, the south is not that different from the north, but some people love more something, something different, uh, but it's not different at all. But if you were in countries like 
United States, India, UK. The South is completely different to the North. Their, uh, their um, decision making, their buying, um, the buyer's journey is different. So having the knowledge about how people are reacting to those keywords is just the first step. Uh, there is a demand for the same product in two different cities. Let's make it more complicated. Uh, two different countries uh, with the same with, with the same language. If we are changing the language, that's a completely different story. Uh, using the same um, the same algorithm, starting a tracking campaign, twenty keywords, just and trying to understand what is the demand of those keywords in those those um, two different countries. If you find that the demand I mean, the positioning of those keywords for your competitors is good. You will be already winning knowledge about who is your main competitor in the second country or in the second city. You will be receiving a winning knowledge about what is the ranking for those keywords. There is a demand for that product and you will be already um, good uh, and quick to go uh, with your next strategy, which is Okay, now that I have the knowledge about what is the demand uh, in those cities, let's start creating content uh, with those keywords. That's the SEO part. The second part for entering a new, a new, a new market it, it is to understand uh, what is the popularity of these topics, which is more related not to SEO, but to PR. And here it comes another tool that uh, we, uh, we create that is called topic research which is basically uh, analyzing what is the stat right now for this specific topic? Is it trendy? It, it have a lot of resonance? What is the reach of the people? If I'm gonna talk about, let's, let's say uh, again, uh, mortgage, right? In mm -hmm. this city, people are, are, are taking more loans than uh, in, in this other city, or what are the key factors that people are asking? Uh, what is the, uh, what is the percent percentage rate? Uh, what is the increase in, in, in aging? Whatever whatever the question it is, um, um, company, a business needs to find out before creating the content, before entering that market. So basically, uh, what uh, my job is to understand all the situation, be prepared for entering a new market, and just make the decision. So that that's why um, market um, market research is, is is so important, and that's why I I, I love it so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, valuable, valuable, love it. Uh, okay, I have the question about money. Uh, Semrush uh, is expensive too. Yeah, uh, compared to others, but we have on Semrush many features that, for example, Achiraps doesn't have. Uh, about social media marketing, uh, uh, outreach, CRM. Uh, can you tell uh, uh, which, uh, for example, I usually pay for outreach tools. Yeah, always do it. I pay for uh, my uh, uh, content. Uh, uh, how is it I don't okay, let's skip it, this tool. Uh, many different tools. Can you tell how to save money with SEMrush if I'm using only SEMrush and skip some other tools that uh, marketers usually prefer? For example, like Busumo uh, or, uh, I don't know, Bustream, Pitchbox, uh, uh, Hunter, um, any, any tools that we can use on SEMrush. Can you tell more about that? That's a very interesting question. I, I I remember it because I I I hear that 
question a lot uh, in, in the mm -hmm. past. And of course, uh, that's something really important to understand uh, what is the pricing of the tool and how to get more benefits uh, yeah. with, with the tool, right? Because if you are a, a newbie or if you are starting in the digital marketing world, of course, you don't need to use um, SEMrush from the beginning. You don't need to pay uh, for SEMrush. You need to be, uh, you need to educate yourself. It's better to go take a course on digital marketing on SEO and understand what you need to do. Uh, people who are using um, these uh, power suites, these uh, these tools uh, like like SEMrush, uh, for example, on, on, on the, or the rest, they they need to be uh, aware about the benefits of working with these kind of tools. Uh, for example, for a freelancer. They have several tools for uh, offering several services to their clients, uh, starting from SEO uh, with the audit of their whole website, uh, keeping um, in a good shape the internal structure of the uh, all of the pages, creating content for them, uh, having their social media uh, social media uh, visibility on, on, on a good uh, way. And of course, if they want to invest a little bit more, they can have more information about what is happening on their industry or in other industry to apply uh, some uh, risky ideas or some uh, or to avoid some uh, mistakes that others are, are, are doing. So it's a lot of knowledge, it's a lot of information that is not meant to be, at least uh, that was uh, that's our, our principle uh, for one for only one person. So it needs to be at least two or three people in the marketing team to use the whole spectrum of tools that SEMrush is, is providing. If you are mm -hmm. only an SEO, it's good. You can have um, other tools or other free uh, sources for keyword research, for example, uh, for free. But if you are already in the path of growing your business, uh, you will need to have a content writer or a copywriter uh, you will need to have a social media manager uh, so basically a team uh, to work with uh, different aspects of digital marketing that's why um thinking about uh saving money with with SEMrush is not the right way to do the digital marketing it's more about how i can benefit myself to get more clients to do more stuff working with social media content marketing paid advertising and right now you know, we uh, are not only working with Google, we have several different projects. Uh, we're working also uh, with competitive research on, on Amazon. So we have mm -hmm. this uh, this tool uh, that is called Sellerly that is helping you to understand how to uh, sell more, uh, providing you with uh, keyword research, with A-B testing for, for your products on Amazon. It's uh, another different product, but it's meant to be for um, digital marketers as well. And we go even beyond of that. We recently acquired a company that is called uh, Compite. Um, and that is another service, it's Compite.com, that is giving you the tracking of your industry. It's, it's a tracking tool for uh, basically corporations, for industries, and it's gonna giving you alerts in regards of uh, these companies acquiring other companies or how many, uh, how is the situation in this environment with this, uh, with this industry that you are, uh, you are in? Or we acquired two years ago another company that is called Proly, which is basically a CRM uh, for journalists. So if you, are, uh, if you want to create your backlink, 
uh, strategy, of course, you need to go to the PR links as well. And creating a PR strategy is like the uh, top of the pyramid of, of SEO. Having those links on the right place and having those real contacts with real journalists is something you need to have. So as, as you can see, SEMrush is not only SEMrush. We are right now uh, other several projects that are, are also included on, on, on the SEMrush platform because you can go from SEMrush to all these other, other companies and other projects. And of course, we have our own market um, marketplace for content. You can order content from, from our own service. So that's why thinking about uh, saving money with SEMrush is not the right way, as uh, I believe is my personal opinion, is how to take profit from tools like uh, SEMrush is providing. I will say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love it. You know, you remind me Elon Musk when he told about Tesla, why Tesla is expensive. Because you don't pay for <laughs> petrol, <laughs> you save money with that. So if you save money with that, just uh, check out time frame. You know when you drive Tesla, so you can get this money on your pocket. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely about that. Can you tell more about uh, social media marketing? Uh, it's like indirect factor. How it's important today? Because, for example, on iChefs, I can check out only uh, backlinks, keywords, uh, many other stuff. But it's SEO related. But I, uh, I see that SEMrush pays attention with uh, indirect factors. Uh, it's not uh, about SEO. Of course, uh, social media is another channel. Uh, I don't need. Uh, I don't think it's a good idea to consider just to help with SEO. It's more about to cover another channel and branding as well. Uh, can you tell uh, how uh, it can help SEO as well if we cover uh, and uh, promote our brand on social media? Brilliant. I, re I really love that uh, that question because it's a, it's a really smart question for a, for a digital marketer. If you are a digital marketer, your main goal is to acquire users, is to engage users and to make them buy more, return for more uh, to your website. Uh, if you're an SEO, your main goal is to provide uh, the best results for your clients and to make uh, the content uh, more visible for search engines, right? So basically, all the work that a digital marketing is, is doing is to find, engage, and of course, make that user loves the product or service uh, that they're finding uh, with you. In this matter, when we are uh, talking about user acquisition, as mentioned, there are several different, different channels. And um, some of the users are, of course, using search engines. Uh, others are using uh, parallel uh, search engines, for example, even, the, even Amazon, or at some point it's uh, Netflix or Amazon. Yes, when you're looking at series uh, on, on Netflix, you're also doing um, being marketed by products because this is product placement. A lot of products are there, and maybe you're not you're not you're not aware of about that. At some point, Amazon was also really good by hiding the real um, paid uh, projects that they, they had uh, with the rest of the, of the products. Actually, only 80%, I remember it was three years ago when we held that research, only 80% of the, uh, the only 18% of the users were aware about that. Okay, there, there are paid ads on Amazon. Yes, they have paid ads as, as Google has. Uh, not at that uh, amount, but they, they have, right? So in this case, we, uh, we as digital marketers, we are where users are. 
and they are of course on social media uh, few years ago they were also on platforms like uh facebook they're still there but they're migrating uh from platforms to platforms uh right now most of the uh user engagement is on TikTok. yes short, short videos are everywhere reels on instagram so where the users are where their attention is the product needs to be and the work of a marketer is to trans transformate that um that awareness from your service or products to that to that users not being uh aggressive uh so being following all the rules of um of, of good marketers of, of course so in SEMrush, you can track um, the um, the social media platforms where the users of your competitors are. So basically, you just need to enter their domains. We will gonna be uh, checking if they are on YouTube, if they are on on Instagram, if they are on LinkedIn, if they are on Facebook or or on Twitter. Uh, we are adding other social other social media uh, platforms as well. I believe we have uh, Pinterest in, uh, for all the countries because. Basically, I don't remember anyone here, in, uh, at least as I know, in the Czech Republic that is using Pinterest, but in the US or in Spain, they're losing Pinterest a lot. Uh, for other search engines, for example, is is um, more difficult. Right now, there is a social media that I really love. Uh, we don't have that on SEMrush, but uh, the name of this social media is Be Real. Uh, basically, every single day is sending you uh, a message uh, that you need to take the picture where you are and you have to do two minutes to take that picture uh picture so you are just getting up from the bed or just uh, you are eating something uh, it's kind of a campaign against uh, instagram beautiful pictures and fake um filters that that you have so the uh, the attention of the people is in those platforms a company of course a digital marketer of course needs to be thinking about where to engage uh, those users a few <clears throat> a few months ago, ads on TikTok were not a good option. Right now, of course, they are, and they are brilliant uh, ads on, on 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 TikTok as well. For Instagram, for Facebook, if you don't have a social paid <clears throat> campaign, for example, for promoting your content, well, it's a great it's, it's a great strategy to um, to promote your content on, on, on social media. For more on Facebook, they have billions of, of users ev everywhere. Uh, so basically, for that aspect, user acquisition with uh, parallel channels and even more, where the user has more attention is something that any digital marketer uh, needs to needs to be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I have the final question about the future of SEO. Can you forecast the future? For example, uh, you know, uh, uh, I often see the topic SEO is dead or not. I, I can understand, by the way, the, uh, who uh, is asking about that because it's hard. It's really hard to compete today in SEO world. But we know about new things that are coming like Metaverse, uh, Web 3.0. What do you think? What kind of future will be? And yeah, uh, how SEMrush will consider this future? Oh, the future is <clears throat> is coming, and it looks <clears throat> it looks very technical. If you are mm -hmm. a, a, a developer, you have developer skills. You are uh, working with uh, some of the top languages, or maybe the old languages like I don't know, C++, um, Java. Uh, of course, you need to be. <clears throat> 
um, doing your <clears throat> your research on, on on languages to be to, to be using. So the feature of SEO, uh, in my point of view, is is very technical. Uh, it becomes more technical uh, every year for the uh, the changes on on, on the algorithm. Um, for the web uh, 3.0, it looks like really hard to do. Uh, but mm -hmm. the essence of SEO to uh, to be organizing the data for a search engine, maybe it's going to be still Google. Of course, it's going to be still Google. Maybe it's going to be a new search engine that are, yeah. are coming this, these days. Um, you will need to be still doing the core of SEO, which is basically organizing all the data in a sense that uh, the search engine is going to be uh, understanding, understanding it. I don't believe that SEO is going to be dying anytime soon. While we have search engines, SEO is going to be there. The form of that search engine is going to be defining uh, the languages, the technicalities that, that are going to be there. Because in, in an essence, SEO from the last 10 or 15 years has not changed in an essence, right? Uh, to provide uh, the search engine uh, with the structure of the data, uh, every single page uh, needs to have uh, the meta description, uh, the attention that, <clears throat> for example, in Google, uh, that links needs to, to, to have for now. In, uh, in, in, in the nearest future, that's not going to be changing uh, at all. Um, only, I believe, only uh, if these uh, new things with the metaverse are going to be creating a new search engine, but that's uh, just a, a speculation uh, for now. Yeah, I love your reply. By the way, guys, I can share my thoughts about that as well. You know, uh, we can see that SEO is growing. Yeah, we can see uh, something like this. And it will not be dropped in one day. You know, <laughs> it takes time, you know, uh, to change habits, to, some, uh, to find something new. When you have experience uh, with uh, SEO today, you can adapt much faster than your competitors, you know, with new technologies, new uh, things that will come. So uh, I remember when uh, Gary Vee replied to the question, why we need to consider TikTok if the US will ban TikTok? And he replied, okay, but you can get experience with TikTok. Okay, uh, if the US will ban TikTok, you have the experience and you can consider this experience with other social media. It's the same with SEO. Uh, yeah, if uh, SEO will be decreasing, you can find other ways uh, considering your experience, you know, and be much better than your competitors. <laughs> Uh, Fernando, it's a big pleasure to get nice. on my show, to learn from you, to sh uh, you shared all the valuable insights. I love Samrash. Uh, uh, tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Thank you, Natalia. I had a great time as, as well. I really love your um, future vision of, 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 of SEO. Yes, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely that. Um, yes, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Fernando Angulo again. Um, the last uh, couple of months, I'm more into Twitter. So you can find me there as well, um, Fernando Juan uh, Angulo. And let's, let's keep in touch. Okay, guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Uh, follow Fernando, learn from him because he shares a lot of valuable insights because of his experience and loving what he does. Okay, guys, love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon.
on other valuable audio podcasts.